0: Lesser Light by Matthew Draper Chapter 17 29th December Snow began to fall at twelve. By morning, the side roads were covered in thick, untouched swathes of blown ice and chunks of snow. The main road out of Tantany Edge, though gritted with salt in the night, was blocked, with cars who had attempted an early dash to wherever they were heading for New Year and had instead run themselves off the road or into unmoving traffic. By mid-morning, tractors were out, clearing the roads and rescuing small cars. Farmers judged the city dwellers who had attempted to dash from Manchester towards the south of England, using the road through Tantany as a shortcut. And it had not stopped snowing. Thick flakes blew past the window as I stared out, despairing at the carnage on the road. Rocco was frying eggs. I could smell the toast cooking, ready to pop. Those morons should not have been on the road if they didn't know how to drive in a storm. All this is going to slow us down. I made my way into the kitchen as Rocco scooped eggs with soft yolks onto buttered toast. We need to set off soon. Rocco laughed, but stopped when he saw how serious I was being. We can't drive in this, he announced. Haven't you looked outside? They can't, but we can. You're a good driver. ''We have to get there. We just have to get out of the edge. We can go the other way. Once we're on the motorway, we'll be fine.'' He shook his head. ''It will stop later. People will clear out. Then we can go. Maybe. We've still got two days.'' Two days till the wedding, yes. Not two days to stop Sebastian. Clearly Rocco doesn't understand the urgency. Doesn't know we need to settle things as soon as possible.'' I started to pace up and down. What if the snow stops? Can we set off then? I can stop it. We used to change the weather all the time, didn't we? I touched my thumb against the ring on my finger, twisting it. Let me pray. My concerned boyfriend hadn't touched his eggs. He was watching me worriedly. I stood in front of the window, pulling the curtains as wide open as they could go. We used to do this. On days it was raining, when we had volunteering to do, Dylan and I would stand in the stone-built porch of the church muttering prayers. Dylan less so than me, but we would hold hands so we could share our power. Kishal rap ka I would repeat angelic words, letting them rip from my throat without making active choices in what to say. Sunny skies, clear skies, sunny skies, clear skies. Often there was no change. Morgan would place a hand on our shoulders, stood behind us, dry in the doorway. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains, he would say. You can move a cloud. I would redouble my efforts, breathing deeply and releasing everything in a steady stream of words and sounds, aiming the outpouring towards the pouring sky. Sometimes hail would change to a drizzle, Sometimes a drizzle would clear into damp air and shuffling clouds would move the rain from our area. Sometimes mist would drain away as the sun came out, burning it away. Weather changes whether we pray or not, but Morgan would insist. Today we did it, when the sky was clear. He's coming through to the day. You are bringing him through. Now I leant forward resting my forehead against the cold window. My words drew fog along the glass. Keri Shatira Skim ne. I had not allowed my lungs and lips to form these sounds in a long time. It was not that I trusted Gabriel to help, but rather I knew he had to follow my words now the ring was firmly back on my finger. My old friend Sebastian had tried to uproot the faith from within me, to capture that sense of connectedness for himself. But it was my own. I had not felt power like this since leaving Sheffield. Rocco was concerned. His breakfast abandoned. You don't need to, he insisted. Give it a little time. By this afternoon we can maybe set off. Don't stress. My palms were raised. Draining power from the sky. Melting snow, heating earth, clouds are moving, snow is melting. I chanted as if overcome. Harry, you cannot control the weather. Kerashi teraskim kalane. Harry, Harry! I felt heat burning through my hands, liquid gold. I was moving the snow, clearing the earth. My arms were rigid. Muscles tight, as Rocco tried to pull them down. Tried to grip onto me, to turn me away from the window towards him, to look at him. Harry, you can't control this. You cannot control everything about your environment. It's not healthy, it's not okay. You need to let go. I pulled my arms away from him, to my sides. Eyes flashing suddenly with anger. It isn't about control. I was fierce, furious. Then said... Don't you understand? It was all real, everything which happened. Rocco shook his head. It wasn't. No, it wasn't real. It was a cult. You were caught up in a cult. You know that. He was never this resolute. I slumped against the wall, sinking down to the floor. Rocco dropped down with me, cupping my face. As I whispered, conspiratorially. I thought the same, but I was wrong. The ring had brought it all back, the reality. It was all real. I've got to find them. We have got to get there. I was up, spinning away from Rocco towards the stairs as I rose to my full height. Come with me. If we can't drive, we will get the train. I raced upstairs to find a backpack unzipping my suitcase and moving clothing across from the holiday packing. Only the few things I needed. I rolled up a jacket, shirt and trousers, the suit for the wedding, and flattened them small enough to stuff into the bag, along with some spare socks and boxes. Rocco followed me upstairs, slowly, cautiously. He had not been there for the Sheffield era of my life. How could I expect him to understand it now? Magic was not real here in Tantany. He had not seen it. Him and his perfect extended family and fully connected neighbourhood. He had never needed it. I pulled on boots and gloves. It's okay. It's okay. You stay here. Follow in the car when the snow clears up. I'm sorry. I've got to go. I have to go right now. It was already late in the morning. It would take a few hours to trudge through the snow to Macclesfield from here. I could take the train from there. I might still get to Edinburgh in time. At the front door, I kissed him goodbye. He didn't want me to leave like this, but I needed to go. I'm sorry I scared you, I told him, and meant it. Lesser Light is an online event. Head to lesserlight.blog to join in the comments section or share this story on Facebook, Twitter, Hive or your favourite social media platform. The Lesser Light paperback is available from lulu.com or other booksellers, or you can download the ebook now. But remember, no spoilers until New Year's Day. The story is fictional, but if the elements about trauma, cults or recovery have affected you, you can find helplines at lesserlight.blog.